Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to part two of episode one of, I think, what we're calling right now the train stop. Train stop. I am Anish Ramaswamy. Over there, a man who carries his swag in his back pocket, Steve Landry. Glad to be here again. Part two. It's going to be fun. This time, we're going to review uh, the first two games. Bucknell Bison, we took him on on November 9th. And we took on the pride of Hofstra University on Sunday, November 11th. Uh, we'll go through our thoughts about that, recap them, and um, and hopefully you'll like it. Hopefully you'll stick around. We hope so. We, uh, we enjoy doing this, so hopefully you enjoy listening. Uh, the opener of the 2K Sports Classic, the regional within West Lafayette, benefiting the Wounded Warrior Project. Uh, it's a great cause. I love that we're doing Absolutely. it. And then uh, the next leg is in New York City, where we open against uh, Villanova, and then play the winner of Oklahoma State and Alabama. So that'll be pretty exciting. That uh, watch later in the week on Thursday, and then I believe on Friday is the championship game. Hope we get a rematch against Alabama. Oh, that'd be nice. I think we should have beat them. Though. And Alabama's, you know, Alabama's pretty good this year. I mean, they they're are. pretty tough. They are. Um, and OK State. OK uh, State's not terrible. President Obama's brother-in-law coaches is the uh, head That's coach right. of OK State. I forgot Craig about Robinson. That. That's right, Michelle Obama's brother. So Small I mean, world. we'll have a hey, we'll have storylines, man. We got storylines out the wazoo at the train stop. Okay, <laughs> Bucknell Bison. Uh, last year, 25-win season, 12-2 and record in the Patriot League, and they finished second place in the Patriot League tournament behind Lehigh. You know, the Patriot League only got right. one bid, so Lehigh went. Uh, they went to the NIT, um, had the eight-seed upset, one-seed Arizona in the first round before losing to number five, Nevada. They're pretty good. Actually, they're very good, I think. They're one of the I, best. I think they'll uh, be a tournament team this year. They're, oh, they'll definitely be a tournament team. You know, I think they're one of the Cinderella possibilities. And as a Butler fan, I love some Cinderellas. Um, <laughs> they also have a legitimate NBA prospect that I believe I know will get drafted. He, unless a catastrophic injury happens right. or, you know, he steals a car or something like that. <laughs> they have big man in the middle. 6'11", Mike Mascala. He's a um, monster. He's a beast. 17 points and 9 rebounds was his average last year. He was the 2012 Patriot League Player of the Year. You know, Bucknell has high expectations. They're returning five seniors and two juniors, four starters out of the 11 players that are coming back, you know, are coming back in the 2012-2013 season. And they gave Purdue a fight in Mackey Arena. Purdue fell short. Bucknell, 70 Purdue 65, you know, it was, a, it was a really hard-fought game. Bucknell won on the shoulders of Mike Muscala, kind of. Bryson Johnson and Cameron Ayers just killed us. You know, but Johnson, what, what are your thoughts yeah. from the game? Bryson Johnson had a really big game, and I thought we left him open on the wing all too often. I was disappointed in the loss. I think it would have been a different different uh, story if Tyrone Johnson was able to play. Oh, He's yeah. out with an ankle injury. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So our starters were Ronnie Johnson, Anthony Johnson, DJ Bird, Donnie Hale, and Sandy Marchuch. Yeah, I mean, Tyrone, just like you said, I think with Tyrone, we win. Um, you know, there's at least 12 points that you're taking away. Right. And it's that Tyrone Johnson inside-out game, you know, that penetration game. He's really the only guy that can consistently get to the basket. Absolutely. And, you know, he's he's become a much better finisher. I, You know, we were really missing Tyrone. Um, it was unfortunate that he couldn't play, but I think it was a huge learning experience um, from our freshmen. Yeah, and you know what? I saw a lot of things that I liked. Uh, I mentioned briefly in part, uh, the first part, about Jay Simpson and how he just has a motor and a nose for the ball. He was all over the place. Getting he's a lots boy. of yeah, he's a big kid. He seems to have a nose for getting offensive rebounds, which will be really nice. Rafael Davis, he played all right. I thought Anthony Johnson, 
Who oh, we'll be referring well. to as AJ. AJ. He is going to be AJ. AJ Hammonds is going to be Hammonds. Anthony Johnson, let's look over his line in the backup point guard spot. Eight points, nine assists, five rebounds, two steals, four for nine shooting, 35 minutes. I mean, you know, he just he does it up all. the stat line. Oh, absolutely. He was he I, was a legitimate backup point guard. He really oh, impressed yeah. me. Um, the only thing only thing is is he needs to get the three point shot more consistently. Oh for two from uh, beyond the arc, it wasn't great. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we went two for sixteen overall. Uh, no one's really that great yeah, threat from three point. One, point one two five from beyond the arc. Uh, Rhino, we miss you. Um, <laughs> you know, some some good things. We'll focus on the good first. Ronnie Johnson was was pretty good i yeah. mean 12 points and six uh, 12 points six rebounds five for 11 from the field 37 points um the main guy we went to uh to run the floor for us in his first collegiate game i think you know i think he was great he always he's still in that high school mentality i think he's always mm-hmm. looking to thread that pass he always thinks he's faster smarter than everybody on the court and you know sometimes he's not you know coach painter had a great quote um at the end of the game where he essentially said that Ronnie Johnson needs to settle down and needs to realize that sometimes it's okay to play that half-court game. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, the turning the ball over is going to come with experience and maturity. But he really needs to grow up out of that. I can throw this pass anywhere. But other than that, I you know, he had some questionable so- shot selections mm-hmm. uh, going 0 for 4 behind the three-point line. Yeah, he shouldn't do that. that. But, yeah, you know, he played well. He rebounded well, which I love to see it's out crazy. of guards. He was our leading rebounder. Oh, I know. First of all, that's a, that's a negative. We'll touch on that yeah. later. But, to, uh, but for him, Johnson, that's a positive. Exactly. Six rebounds. Um, it was great. Another uh, bright spot from uh, the game, Donnie Hale. I oh, man, I I'm a big. Hale I fan. think I, I think I've fallen for Donnie, man. He's he's gosh, he's great. He's he's like a veteran leader out there already. He's bringing the mid range jump shot mm-hmm. back, and I'm a big fan. And of I that. think he he brings a sense of calm on the court when he gets there. Yeah, he's people very know, he's very mellow. He knows how to settle people down. He knows how to settle Ronnie down. Mm-hmm. Um, they they have some great chemistry. I'll touch yeah, on I'll that a little do. bit later. Fifteen points off seven of twelve shooting, twenty six minutes. But I you know I thought Donnie Hale in his first game at age twenty one. Uh, was was a pretty bright spot, and I'm I'm excited for him to play until he's you know getting his AARP checks. Right, exactly. Uh, he's got a lot of upside to him, for sure. Um, yeah, in that game, he I just love the he can hit the wide open jump shot, and that's something that we really need because he can space the floor. Speaking of jump shots. When the hell did Jacob Lawson develop a jump shot? Jacob Lawson somehow has range in it's, seven minutes, four points, one block, uh, one assist, one rebound. It's um, the ugliest thing ever, but it's, it's working. So the two jump shots I'll never forget two because of just how, how awful they were. But the block where he jumped oh, out of dirty. the roof. It was dirty. Which was, all right, that's kind of a pro-con kind of thing as well because it was a great block and that was great help defense, but the help defense should have came from A.J. Uh, Hammonds. Yeah, absolutely. Who should have slid down, but we'll touch that here in a moment. Yep. Uh, that's pretty much uh, That's pretty much all. I Another positive, 16 assists on 28 made shots. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Um, you know, uh, Co- it looks like Coach Painter is going to stick with his motion offense. I didn't know if he would adjust that when you know now we have a legitimate threat down low, right. but last year, if you noticed, this gets a little basketball nerdy, but last year, if you notice our motion offense, offense happened outside of that you know outside of the painted area this year it's 
you know, we're stationing someone down low, whether it's A.J. Hammonds, Travis Carroll, Jacob Lawson, uh, Jay Simpson, Sandy Marchuch. We're stationing someone down low and having our guys, you know, he's setting picks, but he's setting picks for people on the perimeter mm-hmm. and then coming back down um, into the paint. So I think that's a little bit of a, um, you know, uh, an adjustment of the motion offense. But, you know, I, it's Painter, so he's going to stay trust with him. I trust him. Negatives. Uh, let's let's go with the uh, the rebounding margin. Thirty two rebounds for Bucknell. Thirty one rebounds for us for Bucknell. Mike Mascala, fourteen points, which isn't bad. That was pretty good. No, um, but, uh, I, he, but ten rebounds. Yeah, you know, he also turned it over a couple times. You know, four times. Yeah, four he also four got, turnovers. That's a positive. As and well. we forced him into four fouls. I could see. You know, we were going down low to Sandy a lot really early in the game, trying to get. You know, tr- trying to go right at Mike Muscala because right. that's the guy that they built around. But those ten rebounds, man, someone you get a body on him. Exactly, and that's you know we have guys like AJ Hammonds, Jay Simpson, and Sandy Marchuch who could easily put a body on him because they're they're big guys. They're huge. They're strong. They're tall. Just but I, we just strength. we just are not boxing out as well as we should. Be. And that's what I like about Travis Carroll coming in because he would just put a body on him, box him out, and push him out of the way, and someone else would get the rebound. Another negative, I don't know how to call if whether it's a negative or positive. Travis Carroll, zero points in 13 minutes, four fouls, only one rebound, didn't take a shot. However, when Coach Painter was asked about it in the postgame uh, interview, he was, quote, functional at what he did. That's a fantastic <laughs> way to describe Travis Carroll. He was so mediocre, but he, you know, he was. He That's went fine out there. though. That's what we want from Travis. He, he hustled. He did. You know, he gave. You know, four fouls for us. Right. You and know, he got a block, a steal, and assist. Didn't score. That's okay. I can live with that, as long as T- Travis Carroll just sets the screens, pushes people out of the way. You know, foul when we need him to foul. Don't do stupid fouls and don't turn the ball over. That's great. I'm I'm totally fine with that. Pick up your garbage buckets where you can. You know? I want Travis to be so good, but he's not. I see. He's I'm not. I'm man. fine with Travis not being so good. I, <laughs> I I fell off the TC wagon last year, but you know I I I find I I used to be such a Travis critic, but now he's kind of won me over. Not won me over, but I've I've laid off a little I, bit. I think he's, you're just numb. I think you're just yeah. Numb that's and that's not probably a good way to put it. But he you know as long as he just does the little intangibles and is just just mediocre at best, that's fine with that. Just don't. Don't do anything stupid. That's literally what I think when Travis Carroll walks on the don't floor. Do anything which stupid. is what I thought when Patrick Beatty walked oh, on the floor. That's not a good Beatty, sign. Beatty did everything stupid. We're not going to compare. Uh, Travis Carroll is much better than Patrick Beatty. Uh, and Travis has opinion. that. Travis has that jumper. I think he mm-hmm. needs to trust it. I think. I do you know, too. That's, he, he can he, he can kill people with that. He can. Footer. And that's the thing is confidence footer. is something he just doesn't seem to have. No, he. Didn't. When he was playing next to Juwan, he looked a little more confident. But last year, when you know he kind of had to be the starting center against a lot of ruthless players, he didn't seem confident. You could definitely tell that uh, stuff was getting to him and he was, he was letting it get to his head and made a lot of silly mistakes. But, uh, you know, his yeah. role is going to be much smaller this year and hopefully he can go out there with confidence, bang around, and uh, make the plays that we need him to make. Other negatives? Cameron Ayers, man, killed us. 18 points, 7 rebounds off 7 of 14 shooting. And Bryson Johnson, like you said before, 14 Gosh. points. Uh, you know, only three for nine from the field, but six for eight from free throw line. Mm-hmm. Again, I forty six percent from the free throw line is ridiculous. That's how much we shot seven for fifteen. Ridiculous. It's, it's painful. It's it, painful. As they shot eighty percent, twenty for twenty five. I mean, I I hate for this to be a problem because in the first you know three years it of the baby boiler era era, right? That it was wasn't. a problem. So it I don't know. It's and you know what? Just you're growing up. It, 
<sighs> you grow up your whole life playing this game, and free throws are the most fundamental thing you can do other than you know, know. And I don't know. dribble. I don't know how much Coach Painter can do about it. Right, other it's, than it's just all make mental thing, and it's all, you know, how much time are you going to put into it. But uh, outside of free throws, you know, we sucked at that. I was displeased with our help defense and just people not knowing uh, who they were supposed to be on, who they were guarding. We didn't defend the pick and roll too well, I thought. And Especially in that second half. Oh, yeah. We allowed 43 points in that second half. Where's the defense? Exactly. I mean, and a lot of it came from that inside-out you know, inside mm-hmm. stuff. They, only, they didn't hit – too many three pointers. No. They didn't even attempt. You know, they attempted ten three pointers. Man, they hit, they hit two. So, so you know, I mean, that's not that great at all. That's not where they're killing us. So, so but there was a lot of times. You know, out. they kick it out to the three shot fake. Someone would drive in, exactly. get fouled, take it in, whatever, dish it out to someone else. They moved. I will admit, Bucknell did move the ball pretty oh well. My and God, that beautiful that movement killed us it's because experience. we're so young. Yep, it's that experience. Bucknell brings back again. Like I said, four of the starters from last year. They're they're very experienced. They know mm-hmm. where each other likes it on the court. Mike, they know that they can build around Mike Muscala inside. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and maybe some of the some of the perimeter players will overhelp a little bit. Right. And you know, Muscala. and I'm I'm glad we played a team like Bucknell first oh, off. Yeah. You know, it'll kind of gauge us where because we you know we played them close the majority of the time. For sure. You know, we blew we kind of blew it apart second half, but you know what? Whatever. I'll you know I've. Like I said, I think it would have been a different story if Tyrone Johnson was playing. Two series I want to focus on. The first one, uh, with about six minutes left to play, AJ, Anthony Johnson, had a mm-hmm. beautiful no-look pass. He he was driving in for his little teardrop. It, it was awesome. No-look pass to Donnie Hale, who's streaking down the lane, finishes beautifully. They have great chemistry. Oh, Watch yeah. between them, because when the bench comes over and Donnie Hale's playing you know, with, with AJ and Ray D is on the court, I mm-hmm. think that's going to be some really exciting we have We have a good secondary unit. You know they're a little unproven, and you know they're a little raw, but they're they're athletic, they're talented, they're smart guys. But then you go through that after the next two minutes after that play, Bucknell on a set went on a seven to zero run. It's like we got too emotionally high. Exactly. I mean that ridiculous. And then at the end, you know what can you do if you've played a whole game and and you haven't really lived up to it? Last couple plays, DJ missed a floater. Um, DJ was oh man he did yeah, not play well negative. in that game or the, you know the Hofstra game. It's a negative that we haven't even talked about DJ Bird yet. Yeah, he's, he, he was, was invisible. Oh, he did not show up. I mean, what well, he you know rebounded all right. Uh, just gosh, he was terrible. Deep. Well, I mean, he scored 12 know. points, so no, I guess no, I can't. No, no, no. He, he, he wasn't great. He's our senior leader. He he wasn't great. He was 4 no. for 13, 2 for 7 from three-point land. And, you know, like I said, for the last couple, you know, Purdue down by three with 10 seconds left. AJ had a great, that again, that little teardrop right. for, you know, for a quick two. We were down one. Bucknell makes two free throws. Ronnie Johnson brings it down the court. Nice little handoff. Sets um, DJ you know, up perfectly. And the two defenders collide, fall down. DJ was, Bird it, has a wide open. It could not point. have been a more perfect scenario for us, but he misses it. But he misses it, and you can't blame him because that's not where we lost the game. That right. I never believe you lose a game on the last shot. No. We, it was a great play. We executed it great. But, you know, those shots are going to go in if you're good. And just like DJ last year, 43% of the time, whatever. That's not where we lost the game. I'm not going to fault DJ for that. I'm going to fault him for the other, you know, shots that he took and missed. He took a lot of silly shots. Uh, Yeah, just, I don't know. I I thought he was a little too quick with the trigger on a few of them. But then I saw a lot of the reaction was from Boilermaker fans that are used to Boilermaker excellence. You know, Mm -hmm. used to us, you know, being at the top half of the Big Ten, contending for a Big Ten spot. Whipping the snot out of all the first couple games. Yeah, and we've never played a 
a non-conference slate like this. I think this is Coach Painter's hardest non-conference slate. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely is. And you know what? I'm I'm a fan of this because I love what Michigan State does every single year where they play the cream of the crop mm-hmm. first, figure out where they're at. You know, they build chemistry quicker. It's I I think we should start doing that. Maybe you know, obviously not schedule UNC Duke first. Hey, but, but I mean, it's a growth. It's, oh I, yeah, I love playing. And it puts it puts the freshmen who think they're you know yeah, top dogs sure. in their place really quick. And I don't, and I'm not saying that we have a lot of guys on our team that are like that, but you know, it's great to have play just awesome talent, seasoned vets first off. I agree. And for the people that thought the Bucknell this Bucknell loss was terrible in the end of the world and proof that we saw no you we, we have a whole new set of expectations and bucknell is going to be a very very good oh, team this year they're going to make the tournament they're going to you know be a possible cinderella a lot of you know a lot of if you go to cbs sports mm-hmm. or whatever you know whatever college basketball uh, blogs you read or columns you read they are going to be talking about bucknell so yeah it's good that we kicked off the season like this. And it wasn't, um, a, it was it wasn't a horrible loss. loss. We didn't get blown out. You know, it's definitely disappointing for fans that we didn't, you know, because we always sure. win the first first game of the first season. It was the first time uh, Bucknell ever beat a Big Ten team and the first time Matt Painter ever lost a home opener. Right. So, so you know, it looks, it looks worse on a paper than what it really for is. For sure. Uh, players of the game. Players of the game. I uh, definitely have to go with uh, Anthony Johnson. I thought he was tremendous. Uh, Ronnie Johnson as well, and Jacob Lawson. Okay, just because of his help defense, okay. his energy, he was great. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna agree with you on one of them. Anthony Johnson uh, was great. He showed me that he can be a backup point guard for the mm-hmm. Boilermakers, and that's great. That's fantastic. Absolutely. I didn't have confidence in him coming into this season being you know that that backup point guard spot. Um, and Donnie Hale. Donnie Hale, Donnie Hale had a great uh, game. Can't believe I forgot him. Donnie he was, Hale was he awesome. Was a, he was a calming presence. I loved him. He played a great game. Purdue, again, lost 70-65 to 65 against Bucknell. We're going to move on to the next game, and this was a little less bad. It was. There, you know what? I, I get so nitpicky. There are a lot of things I wasn't too happy about, but it was, was a great win. It was I, a win. You know, win I was, was happy we blew him out. Hofstra, the, we played the pride of Hofstra University on uh, Sunday, November 11th in the second game of the 2K Sports Classic, again benefiting the Wounded Warrior Project. Hofstra is not good. No, they're, uh, ter- they're quite terrible. <laughs> they brought in uh, five freshmen, lost to Monmouth in the first game of the season, 91-62. to It's never good when you get blown out by something named Monmouth. I don't no, really know if that's a college. I don't know what that is. Um, and it sounds, two- like a, sounds like a dinosaur. It sounds, no, you can say it. Thing. It sounds like a VD. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The, the two tallest players for Monmouth were 6'8", and one of them didn't even play. So, you know, you coming in, you think Purdue's going to dominate on the boards. They have to. And uh, they, they, they lived up to it. Yeah. Purdue wins 83-54 to against the pride of Hofstra University. Our starters, it looks like Painter was, uh, you know, tossing the lineup a little bit, trying to mm-hmm. see what works, what doesn't, what chemistry is there, and what just shouldn't be. Ronnie Johnson, Rayfield Davis, Donnie Hale, and Sandy Marchuch start alongside, and I love this, alongside Drew Andrews. I was, I was start. so happy that Drew got his first career start. Good for great. him. That was awesome. He's he, played, he played well for, for sure. the limited minutes he got. Tyrone Johnson did play in this game, 17 minutes. Um, you know, he was limited action, but at least he saw some. Trying to see if he can play, mm-hmm. you know, in, in competition. Well, I, I don't know if you can call this competition, but play the game of basketball. It's almost like one of our exhibition games. And, um, you know, it, Tyrone played. He had a decent game. He, I mean, he 
he came, he played, he showed up. It was okay. Yeah, you know, I was good to see him moving around on the court fine. Uh, you know, it looked like he was having fun out there, which is the number one thing. And he and didn't look like he was in pain. Never thought that we would rely on Tyrone Johnson this much, but, uh, you know, we he's, really do. He's a, huge, he's a huge part of this team going forward. I was I was also really pleased with Anthony Johnson again. Me too. Uh, Me too. You know what? He shot well. Three for five from behind the arc is great. He lo- it looks like it's going to be him and DJ mostly for our three point shooters mm-hmm. thrown and, from time to time. And as AJ well. wasn't good last year, so no. he better get better. Um, better get better. Who says that? <laughs> um, but yeah, he. I think AJ had a much better game. You know, running the point off the bench in the. You know, today, uh, even though in, in the game against uh, Bucknell he was fantastic, fourteen points. Uh, four rebounds, only one assist, unfortunately. Uh, five of eight shooting, three for five from beyond the arc in 24 minutes. That's great. And most of it came on three-pointers and penetration. Right. And that's how you play the game of basketball. Absolutely. I'm totally fine with him. Uh, Ronnie Johnson had a great game as well with Ronnie nine assists. Johnson. or Excuse me, not nine assists. Nine points, seven assists. Three steals. He was yeah, he really, yep. really on fire defense. He uh, read where the ball was going to be. Got a, a lot of his points from breakaway steals. He had a couple... Stupid shot selections. Yeah, that's okay. But that's you know that we're gonna see that a lot this year. I, I think I thought Ronnie again was much better in the um, Hofstra game than he was in the Bucknell game. I agree. He forced it a lot less. He he was seeing those passing lanes probably because they existed because Hofstra isn't good. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know to the tune of seven assists. Also, we were hitting our shots this time. Oh yeah, it's but, always great when we're hitting our shots. Exactly. I mean, you know, relatively we were hitting. Just under forty percent from the three-point arc and fifty-one percent, you know, from the field. I right. think that's good enough, especially against Hofstra. Jacob Lawson, he had a big Jacob game. Jacob Lawson, Lawson came to play. Eight I, you points, know what? Eight points in fifteen minutes off four or five shooting. He only got three rebounds, but he was very active on the boards. Two blocks. And, yeah, two blocks, two. zero turnovers, two steals. Um, filled it up. It, I mean, it was it was a good you know time. What? That's that's exactly how Jacob Lawson needs to play. Is sparing minutes, uh, you know, come and get his garbage buckets. He had what could have been just an awesome oop from Ronnie Johnson, oh, yeah, but he caught yeah, it and yeah. had to adjust his body, which you know is he it's hangs in the for air for it's like five for minutes. It's ridiculous. I love, he's a he's fun to watch when he is on. I love the energy that he brings I do when too. he's on. He just is moving nine hundred miles an hour at all time. Mm-hmm. AJ Hammonds didn't have a bad game, um, but come on. Four rebounds. He had I, he had eight points in fourteen minutes. Four of eight shooting. Only four rebounds. Two of them offensive. Dude, their tallest players. Six, you're seven eight. feet, two hundred and eighty pounds. You gotta box out and just move people with your body. He, you know what? I just feel like he gets lost a couple, like here and there. Know. You know, he ball he ball watches. Kind of forgets what his yep. assignment's supposed to be. Is he looking like a freshman? I mean, he is. is he looking you know, like he'll, a freshman? He'll grow. He'll grow. But I, ugh, I was. I have to admit, I was thoroughly disappointed. I thought this was a perfect double double night for oh, AJ yeah. Hammonds. Oh my gosh, Coach Painter. If you've ever followed him and looked at his interviews, he always talks about the turnover battle and the rebounding battle. We Tonight, turned the ball over way too. We much. were ridiculous on the turnovers. Twenty turnovers for us. Versus 17 for them, 17 I, I believe in his post-game interview, Painter said, if we turn the ball over 20 times in, like, a five-game stretch, that's, you know, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, not as good as what he wanted to be. But 20 in one game, yeah, come on. that's that's sin. That's just sin. That's, that's disgusting. That's just I'm, sin. I'm just upset. <laughs> uh, but we did win the rebounding battle, 47 to 21. Thank thank God. Yeah, I, I do admit, though, I was – we did well. I'm really happy about the rebounding battle, but there are a couple of plays where I was just, they would get offensive rebounds and keep the possession alive, and you just had to put the blame on 
AJ Hammonds, Marchuch, whoever Come the bigs on. were out there, because Hammonds and Chuch did not block out as well as they could. But you know what? It, it, you know, we're definitely showing improved signs from uh, our rebounding last year because we could not rebound the ball. This year, different story. We the just got to learn how to box out better. Our human victory cigar played today. Steven Toira got his. I wanted. He didn't get a trillion. A trillion didn't. You have to not get a personal foul, right? Right. It's just nothing, <sighs> and the, it can only go up to five minutes. For those of you have to follow this on uh, Grantland.com. Mark Titus, former walk-on for Ohio State, the Club Trillion Player of the Year award for the player that gets the most trillions, which is just logging minutes and zero stats. And Stephen up to, did up that. to five minutes. Up to five minutes, and Stephen did that up, up beyond five minutes, and you're just a bad player. That's true. Um, but <laughs> Stephen had a foul unfortunately i'm gonna can he be the human victory cigar can he be our that's brian a, that's scalabrini a, that's a great okay great title for him and we're gonna go with a negative here and you know what the negative is the fact again that we still haven't talked about dj bird until the end of the segment exactly. i mean come on bird you know what bird played better in the first game they did this hofstra he just was not there at all like i can't think of one thing that stood out to no, dj I, I don't remember a dj bird play four turnovers um, for one you should not have that as a 20 our season, or senior leader excuse me he had a couple moments i you know what i'm gonna praise dj a little bit here the dude can get up he can, he's he can jump he's athletic oh, yeah. nobody ever accused him of not you know doing squats exactly but come on you're <laughs> bird our leader. Can fly pun intended <laughs> but but um, you that was, know, that was a terrible job. Again, <laughs> again, like some of the blogs have been saying, he usually starts slow and picks it up at the Big Ten season. That's mm-hmm. how he won the Big Ten Six Man of the Year award. But come on, DJ, you're our, you're our senior leader this year. You got to step up. Right, and you know what? Um, just knock down your open shots. Do other things. You're good at other things, DJ. Play lockdown D, pass, rebound. I actually thought he played all right defense in this he, game. He but you know, what? we're but... playing a. We're playing Hofstra. We're, Hofstra's yeah. not – come on. They're the subpar. Pride, the pride of Hofstra University. Come on. They're not, that's not even a name. Yeah. Um, ooh, a shot's thrown at Hofstra today. <laughs> um, <laughs> we better watch it. Um, but, yeah, so that was, you know, the two games. We, we ended up coming out of the weekend one and one. Which um, I think is fine. Yeah, that's, that's all right. That's kind of what I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, if we were to record it before, you know, we didn't end up end up recording this podcast before the game, but but I would have said Bucknell would be a game. Yeah, to watch I would. I would probably have would have been two and zero coming out of this weekend. But you know, one and one is it's fine. Uh, Bucknell was a good team, and we, at least we beat Hofstra. Right. I mean, come on, beat um, Hofstra by a good margin. And then again, wrapping up the two uh, K Sports Classic. We play Villanova next. If you're looking for something to watch, and if you're listening to this before the Villanova game, uh, look at Ryan Archidiacono, the most complicated last That's name. That's a mouthful. <laughs> but um, against Marshall, he led them with 20 point, 25 points, four rebounds, six assists, two steals. He's a freshman, man. He's a true freshman. Yeah, he's going to be good. So you got to watch out for him. Nova's, Nova's on the rebound as well. Jay they... Wright's a good coach, oh, man. Yeah. So watch out for that Nova game. And then we play uh, the winner of Alabama versus Oklahoma okay. State. Alabama, a very good team. Oklahoma State, meh. But, um, you know. Cool story with uh the, Barack Obama's, Barack Obama's uh, brother-in-law. brother-in-law, Michelle Obama's brother. So, all right, thank I, you, thank you uh, for joining us for part two of episode one of tentatively fun. named uh, the, the train stop. Train stop. Uh, we came up with a few other names that aren't airable, but uh, if if you come up with good names, hit us up in the comments. We're pretty. Uh, What's well, working title, so we're pretty laid back with names and whatnot. So we're we're open minded. And uh, hit us up on Twitter, S Landry. 
and uh, Phoenix Twenty Nine. I'm going to change that. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, that. I don't know. It's like it's you know it's the high school name, uh, uh, the high school thing that just sticks with you. It's all um, right. But you gotta live by nicknames. Exactly. So thank you for uh, listening, and uh, hopefully you'll join us again. We'll try to get this going in uh, another week or so. Yes. After uh, after a couple games, we'll come back. And uh, thanks for joining us on the train stop. Thanks for stopping by. Your town, and you know it's going down. Pull her up! Pull her up!